Welcome to another edition of the Gold Nose Podcast. I'm your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me and my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is July 22nd, 2020. Got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Um, Leading off, as always, the last couple of episodes, last several episodes. Coronavirus rant, racism, police brutality. Um, Coronavirus rant. United States numbers are 2.32 million cases confirmed, 122,000 deaths, 721,000 recovered. Worldwide, 8.92 million cases confirmed, 467,000 deaths, 4.41 million recovered. No new symptoms. Um, The infection rate, the spread um <clears throat> is uh at an all-time high since this thing broke out in uh mid-February. Um went to Walmart today. Um nobody was wearing a mask. I mean, I only saw like maybe five people in Walmart wearing a mask, including myself. Um So I I really don't think anybody cares. Uh past a couple churches they were jam-packed uh, yesterday, that is, not today. At the time, I'm recording this episode early in the morning, so um, obviously I'm talking about um, yesterday, the 21st, but I'm recording this on July, I mean, not July, June 22nd. And it's June 22nd, 2020, in case I said July at the beginning of the episode. I've done that a couple of times. Um, yeah, nobody nobody really cares about the virus anymore. That's just basically what I'm getting. Like, And, you know, it's going to be kind of hard to put everybody back on lockdown. It would be very hard. I mean, I think you would have to do martial law. If that was the case, uh, no new symptoms again. Uh, thank goodness. Uh, it says more young people across the South are testing positive for coronavirus. So there you go. Uh, Trump had his rally on Saturday and uh, it wasn't successful, according to media outlets. I don't know. I wasn't there. So um I'm glad people use common sense and didn't show up, but a large number of people who were there didn't wear masks. I mean, my allegiance to any political figure, if I had one, I'm not going to risk my health and my life to support that person. I don't, my commitment isn't that strong, but, um, some people it is. So, um, Again, I but again, I asked when this whole thing jumped off, they said heat and humidity would kill this thing off. It wouldn't be able to last through the summer. But now the infection rate is at its highest ever. So um, I, I think they're just making this stuff up as they go, man. So 
Um, it is what it is. Um, I don't see any new information in terms of treatments, medicines, uh, vaccines. Vaccines are a death sentence also. So I've never taken a vaccine in my life and I never will. Um, I would rather deal with the disease because nobody every time I go to the doctor and they offer me any kind of vaccine, I say, well, what's in it? And they can't tell me what's in it. So I never take it. And they they give vaccines to newborns and they mess it messes kids up. So. You know, it is what it is. Um, So I don't know what else to say about the coronavirus. Um, You know, it is what it is, man. Um, Let's move on to uh, racism. Um. You know, in lieu of the George Floyd situation or saga or uh, ordeal, uh, nothing has changed. It's business as usual for uh, police departments in this country. They're still killing people. Kid out in Los Angeles, Hispanic kid, security guard, got killed. They said he had some kind of handgun on him. I don't know. But, you know. I can't really speak on it, but it's just crazy that, you know, this guy had to die like that. So, um, I don't think I'm going to be celebrating Christmas or Black Friday. I've never celebrated Black Friday. I've never went shopping on Black Friday ever in my life. Um. But I don't think I'm going to celebrate Thanksgiving anymore. And I um, really regret ever celebrating it just because I feel like right now at this moment is just a slap in the face of all the natives that had their land and their country stolen away from them. I, I, I don't want even I want I don't want to I don't want to even say Native American anymore because um American America is a European invented term and I don't think they refer to themselves as Native Americans so I would just say natives um uh Thanksgiving is a slap in the face for to them and Black Friday is a slap in the face to us because the term Black Friday was invented because slaves were bought and sold on Friday after on that Friday after the first Thanksgiving so I don't I'm not gonna celebrate those uh those uh I don't know what what um I should say anti-holidays I'm not gonna celebrate those anti-holidays anymore um just a decision and I'm borderline on Christmas um you know black people in this country have been taught a whole bunch of bs and it's just time to unprogram the nonsense in my opinion so 
Um, it is what it is. I don't I'm not trying to push an agenda. I'm not trying to get anybody to believe anything. I'm just I, I these are current events that are important to me and I just speak on them. You do what you do. I really don't care what you do. Um I'm I really do this podcast for the for the love of uh the Florida State football team majority. Um, so I, and I just have to find other things to fill the spots. Um, cause you, you have to, I have to ration out the Florida state stuff. There's only so much stuff I can talk about. So this is just whatever. I'm not trying to get anybody to convert or believe or support, you know, it's just how I feel. And, you know, my, my platform is about the size of a breadcrumb. So <laughs> it is what it is. Um, but you know, I wish we could reach this utopian uh, society we, where racism didn't exist, but realistically, it's never going to happen. So, it is what it is, man. Uh, police brutality. And I kind of, you know, you can't, you can't really speak on racism without, or you can't really speak on police brutality without mentioning mentioning racism and vice versa um i don't know man i've been saying this the whole time this whole thing broke out man it's just it's just embedded in american culture police brutality you see it in the movies um you know you hear about it all the time um cops don't even like for you to talk back to them um and I, you know, I respect what they do. I respect the good cops that just go out there and do their job. And, you know, as long as the citizen doesn't threaten you or does anything threatening, I don't think you ever have a reason to, like, bust out their car window or yank them out the car or beat beat them up or shoot and kill them. I mean, it has to be justified. Um, so, but police brutality isn't going anywhere, man. And if we didn't have smartphones, you probably would have never heard about George Floyd. That that would have just got swept up under the rug, like probably thousands and hundreds of thousands and probably even millions of other uh, black people that have gotten killed by cops um so my solution if i had a say would be body cameras that only go off when a police officer uses the restroom okay they record their whole entire shift except when they go to the restroom um if 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 a police officer does use excessive use of force and it's not justified automatically fired automatically has to pay that individuals medical bills funeral costs support that person's kids wife whatever that should be that burden should go from whoever to that police officer if it's just if it's unjustified if it's an unjustifiable 
you know, shooting or death. Um, that's just how I feel about it. So, um, so that's going to do it for the first segment. Let me know what you think about that. Second segment, BCS versus CFP. Bowl Championship Series versus College Football Playoff. Another look. I've done, I did um, a segment on this, I mean, probably 100 episodes ago. And I want to take a second look. I think the best two games of the BCS era was uh, USC versus Texas and Florida State versus Auburn. I think the best two games of the college football uh, playoff era thus far is uh, Georgia versus Oklahoma and Georgia, Georgia versus Alabama. Um, so, I, you know, I, I would say early on the, the college football playoff is better because you really didn't get those games uh, with the BCS, the really good games until later on in the process. Um but I, man, the BCS, you know, you had some great teams. That USC Texas game is just one of the all-time best. Um, all those games were great. Um, you know, I would I would just like to see a format where you only get in if you're a conference champion. It, if you can't. If you can't win your conference, I can't say that you're one of the best teams in the country. So I think you need to expand it and only allow conference winners. If it's only going to be a power five thing, then so be it. But um, I just feel like um, or maybe power five plus a non-power five or other group of five or whatever whatever you're calling them but if you're not going to include the group of five let them have their own playoff because i i don't i uh a uh group of five team never got into the bcs championship game and i don't see a group of five team ever getting into the playoff i mean if byu I think they're independent still. If they just go play like a hellacious non-conference schedule and they go undefeated, then they would probably be the only ones. You know, I don't even, I think BYU is considered a group of five team, but they, uh, they, they're not going to get in. They would have to play like, just like a crazy suicide schedule to get in, but uh, BCS versus CFP. I think I'm gonna take the BCS, man. I just feel like better games. I don't. I don't. I'm not saying like which one was better in terms of their format. Just who, what, who produced the best games. The format that you got to the championship game in the BCS was absolute BS. Okay, the format that you use to pick the teams for the college football playoff is BS, but it's just who, what format produced or what, uh, not what format, but what, just who had better games, basically. And I'm going to just say the BCS had uh, just two of the best games in college football history. 
And then I would say at a close second, um, the college football playoff. But that Georgia-Alabama game, the way that ended with uh, Tua throwing the Smith, I mean, that's just one of the all-timers. I mean, that's one of the greatest games in history for the for the championship win, man. You know, you don't see too many games like that. It's really my first one. Like, I think John Taylor, Montana to John Taylor in the Super Bowl, but they, the Bengals got the ball back. I don't think uh, Georgia got the ball back in that game. I don't know. Um, I think I was at work when that game happened. I've only had, I've only seen one college football playoff championship game. I think it was that one this year, LSU versus Clemson. So, um, I'll take the BCS, man. So, moving on, getting on to the Florida State stuff. All right. Uh, first up, Demarcus. I mean, Demarcus Devontae Freeman. Um. Been in the league. Let's see. I thought I had his stuff pulled up. Hold on. Hold on a second. Thought I had his stuff pulled up, man. All right, here we go. Devontae Freeman from Baxley, Georgia. 5'8", 206. Went to Miami Central. Florida State. Fourth round pick. 103. 2014. Been with the Falcons for five seasons. Um, Career rushing numbers, 3,972 yards, 32 touchdowns, 257 receptions for 2,015 yards. Uh, They've signed Todd Gurley, so I don't know if this is the end for him. Um, His looks like his best season uh, with Florida State was in the national championship year when he went for... Uh, 1,016 yards. He actually signed a big money deal. Um, I think that he was averaging like eight and a half million when he signed that Brett that uh that humongous deal. He had his breakout season with the Falcons in 2015. Uh, they went to a Super Bowl the following year. Um, I think he was hurt. Last season he signed, yeah, in 2017 he signed that five-year $41.25 million contract extension. He had a knee injury in 2018. He only had 656 yards. Oh, the Falcons released Freeman on March 16th, 2020. I didn't know that. And doesn't look like he signed with another team. Okay, so he is out in Atlanta. Okay, I didn't know that. Okay, he's out. So let's see if any of he... Okay. <laughs> Devontae Freeman angrily shoots down retirement talk and non now deleted tweet. I got ten more years in me. He's twenty eight years old, man. I mean, they say thirty is the the is the beginning of the 
the end for running backs. Um, so I don't know. I don't. I mean, he could be a good backup with, uh, or maybe he'll come to San Francisco. I mean, get back with Shanahan. That's where he had his uh, best year. Uh, it's with Shanahan, his best years. So, but playing running back in the NFL is a hard job. So we'll see what happens with him. Uh, moving on, Derwin James, a former five-star recruit at Florida State, six-two-two-fifteen, Haines City, Florida, first-round pick, number seventeen, and. 2018 um, made the Pro Bowl his rookie year uh, first team all pro uh, I mean had a good career or, or is having a good career excuse me um, let's see he had on, on August 15 2019 it was revealed that James had been dealing with a stress fracture in his right foot. The injury required surgery, requiring a maximum of three months to recover. He was placed on injury reserve September 1st, 2019. He was designated for return from injury reserve on November 25th, 2019, and began practicing with the team. He was activated November 30th, 2019. Oh, James is the cousin of Vince Williams and Carlos Williams. I didn't know that. Um, wow. He is also the second cousin of Edrin James. Okay, I didn't know that either. Um... He only played in five games last season, so um, 34 tackles in five games, not bad. Um, one pass deflection, so uh, I thought he sat out the whole season because you don't, you don't see a lot of Chargers games on the East Coast. So, um, you know, this guy's a player, man. He's a, he's, he's, he's a tremendous athlete, for one. Uh, Florida State just didn't use him right. And, um, you know, we'll see what happens with him. You know, he, he uh, you know, this, obviously this football season is going to be crazy. So, um, we'll just have to wait and see, man. I think he's, um. I think he might have a breakout year. I really think he might have a breakout year, man. Uh, like I said, a tremendous talent. Um, I would love to see uh, him and Ramsey hook back up and be on the same team. That would be crazy. They could just lock down one whole side. Um, so we'll see, man. Uh, last on the list, LaMarcus Joyner. Um, 29 years old, um, was on that national championship team seven years ago, um, 5'8", 185, 
uh, from Miami, Florida. Uh, Spent four years with the Rams. Signed with the Raiders last season. Um, Looking at some of his stats. Let's see. On March 14th, 2019, Joyner signed a four-year, $42 million contract with the Raiders. Joyner made his debut with the Raiders in week one against the Broncos. In the game, Joyner made six tackles in a 24-16 win. Um, It doesn't have his stats on here for 2019. But, um, hey, man, he signed that big money contract, so obviously he's still a player. Um, he's he's a very – he was a very ferocious hitter in, uh, in college, and he's been a pretty good pro um, thus far. So um, he was with the Rams his, virtually his whole career, and they, they just didn't re-sign him. I mean, when you sign – uh, the defensive tackle number ninety nine for the Rams. I'm I don't know why his name is uh escaping me, but he signed like a hundred million dollar deal. You're you're not gonna have enough money to really sign anybody else. So um I think Joyner is gonna continue to be a very good player. Uh, in this league, I mean, he's got 27 career pass deflections, so he has a nose for the ball. Um, he's always been a great tackler. He's not afraid to hit people. Um, so he he's a player. He's a player. He's a very good player. So, um. We'll just have to see what happens. Um, I don't see any of it. I'm trying to find the statistics for the Raiders. Um, but it's not really showing me anything here. Let's see. Let's go to NFL.com. All right, Oakland. Played in 14 games. Okay, you're just going to take the information away from me like that. Okay, thanks. Thank you very much. All right, here we go. All right. 49 tackles, 41 solo. Um, His lowest output since his rookie year. He, he only, he played in 14 games, only started 10. So maybe that's just like, I don't know. Maybe if he would have played in all 16 games, he would have had more tackles. So, um, we'll see, man. I don't – let me check out our last before I c- conclude this episode to see if they got him listed as a starter. Um, NFL depth charts. AFC West. The – the depth chart has him listed 
I don't. They've got him listed as a starter. A nickelback. They don't have him. Yeah, he's the nickelback. Trayvon Mullen is one starter. And Prince Amakamura is the other starter. So they've got him listed as nickelback. So he's not a starter. But you're paying him starter money. That's what I don't get. So we'll see what happens, man. Um, That's going to conclude this episode. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. It's available on YouTube. It's available on on all podcast plat on all podcast platforms. Uh, be safe. Be kind. Be courteous. Be aware of your surroundings. Do your research on flu and respiratory viruses. Thank you for listening again. And as always, go nose. <laughs>